Trail Wilson. And we're live. Welcome, everybody. This is the Reality Czar's pro- uh, project podcast. It is a project. Uh, we're your hosts tonight, Nate and Thomas. That's me, the Paranoid American. And we are honored to have, once again, Flat Earth Dave on. Thank you, brother, for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, I'm back, I guess. When did we do a show? Uh, it's probably about a year ago. Okay, yeah. all right. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah. yeah I'm a newbie, I'm though. You, you my again, face brother. is new. Well, that's uh, that's good. I'm just getting over a cold, so I'm doing. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong, but I was down for the count for a couple of days, but now I'm back. Hell yeah, man! Heck okay. yeah! I felt like Heck the earth yeah. was spinning, but it's not. I <laughs> 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 right, I want you. I want to definitely encourage as many like awesome flat Earth puns that you can squeeze in. Like we, we welcome them. We love uh, them. <laughs> no problem. The, the globe is pretty hysterical, and uh, we will make fun of it, I'm sure. I mean, that's my language. I, we like yeah. making fun of things here. All right. Well, let's make fun of you because and you believe we live on a spinning globe, and you can't yeah, tell me why. That's true. <laughs> well, I, I, I can tell, tell you Dave, why. Uh, well, I was going to say I can tell you oh, why, sorry, that I, I can't I tell you. A... You got a little bit <laughs> of a, sorry, a delay. Man, I think I'm doing the lag again. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. This is a bummer. My internet is, is crummy. <clears throat> Go ahead, Nate. Okay, the only thing I was going to say was, uh, uh, Dave, I just wanted to say that your audience, the last time we had you on, has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, people uh, gave me messages and comments galore. Uh, your your folks, your fandom are some of the best people. So I want to say thank you for that, too. So. Um. You're welcome. Um, I we call ourselves Blue Dots because on my app, we're we're all we're all represented by Blue Dots. So the saying is, I've never met a Blue Dot I don't like. <laughs> so they're all they're all good, and and uh, we're everywhere. I mean, if you look, this is uh, these are the people that have my app right here on the East Coast. Well, that's amazing. Where are you guys located? I'm, I'm in, in Orlando. Portland. Yeah, you're in Orlando. Yeah. We're doing pretty oh, good. It's down deep. In yeah, no, Flo- I'm sure Florida is pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're 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 everywhere. So um I, by the end of the show, I, I can say welcome to the club, I hope. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll show I'll sign up for the app regardless. I'll turn no, it into no, the not, you know, I don't want you to sign up for the app. I want to get you on board so you know where you are and you take back your power and we can escape this freaking heliocentric satanic matrix that we're in. I'm on board. I got I got to preface this with <clears throat> I had to take algebra like three times and I hated math. Well, and as soon as numbers and formulas come up, I just defer to whoever's the expert in the room at the time. So see, that's why they teach you math the way they teach you. They don't teach you the real math. That's really interesting. They teach you slave math. And, uh, you know, the math that you need for um, the earth being flat is very simple. Do you know what a straight line is? I, I hope so. Yeah. You know what a horizontal line is? Yeah. Okay. Do you know that Globers think a horizontal line goes like this? Yeah. No, I'm, f- I'm familiar with how the, yeah. I mean, that was the globe I grew up with in the classroom, right? So you could just put your finger on it and trace it. Yeah. That, well, they think that's a straight and a level line. In reality, you're already smarter than them because you know that a level horizontal straight line is straight, just like we experience everything, you know? Large bodies of water at rest lie flat, okay? That's what we experience. That's what we can measure. You look at a pond from one end to the other, it's flat. Put two ponds next to each other, they're flat. 10 ponds, 100 ponds. How many ponds of straight flat water do you need to make a sphere? And Globers will say, well, you know, if you have enough, it'll go all the way around and you'll be able looking at your ass if you look through a telescope that's strong enough, okay? It's retarded. So don't give away your ability to think oh you know what i was never taught that math because you know the the curvature formula ready for this eight inches per mile squared wow people just short circuit on that eight inches for the first mile but we don't live on a slope because the next if the next month was eight miles and eight inches and eight inches and eight inches that would be a 
uh, just a slope. We live on a, if we live on a ball, it's curving faster and faster. So you just have to square the miles. Okay. So one mile is eight inches, two miles, two times two is four. This is already I'm, getting into more math I'm comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. So it's so simple. It's just so simple. Um, just look at your, you don't even need the math. Just look what your life experiences tell you, right? Look what, look what life tells you. And we, we're talking about some other stuff today. I, I've got some interesting stuff that I think will blow well, you. Well, mind. you mentioned the horizontal line. So, so correct me on this because I'm a bumpkin when it comes to, to all the yep. terminology. But I understood horizontal to be more a reflection of your current perspective. Like, for example, if you turn your body 90 degrees, well, now you might be talking about vertical lines versus horizontal because vertical and horizontal entirely depend on your personal perspective. So can you also apply that to straight versus curved? Yes and no. No. So no, really. Both of you guys point up. We're all pointing the same way. Point down. We're all pointing the same way. Now point left. We're pointing in different directions. Where, you know, left could be for any direction for me, depending on where I'm facing. Forward is one way for you. But like when we're facing each other, right. our forwards are opposite. <clears throat> but up is never changes and down never changes. But if we say there. horizontal, I'm thinking a line like this, right? But if I tilt my head, <laughs> now all of a sudden, this line that I'm looking at and describing is vertical to me. Even well, if but it's, it's horizontal. horizontal it's horizontal to down. Down is always straight down. A plumb bob shows you down. Okay, yeah, the fair point. Okay, and a horizontal line to that is, um, you know, is always perpendicular to it. I think this is so. So we have a a, a ball here, and we have a, a guy standing on top of the ball, and this is level to him. But if you lived on a globe, you had two guys over here. Well, they wouldn't, that doesn't exist on a globe because down is down, just like we experience it. But those two guys would be below me, you know, if they were that far away. Yeah, they'd be on their own planes. And their down would be this way. Okay. Okay. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely <laughs> Why? ridiculous. Why? That's, Why? That's not what we experience. I mean, you know, we. When um, okay, let me I'll show you this. Well, the the down or the, let me just make sure I'm understanding the arrows on the left and right. Should they they not be oriented to the people the same way they the people should are be? Now? But I'm showing okay. you down is down for for all of us, and it's not wrapped around a ball. Okay. So oh, so this is a picture of the real down as opposed to the fake down, which is because the the I guess the globe down in that picture would be at the very epicenter of that Earth. That would be the down. Right. So. The farther you go, the more of a curve there is. So in 10 miles, there's 66.6 feet of curvature. That's We don't have to do the math. That's just what it is, and you can verify it. So if you and I were 10 miles apart, there's a hump. There's a 66 feet of curve. Now, some people say, well, we're both equally down that hump, so there's only 33 feet of a bulge. Okay, we can go with that. So there's 33 feet between us. We can't see each other because there's a dirt mound or a mount, hump of water of 33 feet above us so we can't see each other but with zoom lenses hmm, we can see each other right so go farther this is um this is an airplane going from cleveland i'm from cali to cleveland okay during this flight there's 500 miles of earth drop okay it's coming soon i think pilot's gonna start nosing down any second 500 miles of earth drop. That's what you have to believe if you want to believe we live on a, on a ball, right? I don't see any earth drop. He's flying, airplanes are flying straight level across an earth plane. 500 miles of drop, right? Does that make any sense to you? Kind of. <laughs> well, there should be, but do you see any drop? Uh, no, with my eyes, I don't. But honestly, I, in a Cartesian way, I don't even believe my eyes because all my eyes are are very low resolution little twinglies that get hit by vibrations once in a while and make my optic nerve think I'm seeing something. But I, I have less respect for my eyes than I do for information that I get outside of my eyes. Okay, well, you have to see where that information comes from. This is a balloon at 20 miles high, about 100,000 100, feet, 120,000 feet, somewhere around there. Okay, this is pretty high. This isn't even the surface of the earth here. This is 
just the atmospheric cloud deck. So we're pretty high here, 20 miles. Now, they tell us Kansas is the flattest state in the world. Did you know that from one end of Kansas to the other, there's 20 miles of drop? From one end of Kansas to the other, there is enough drop to make it from here to the ground. From one end of Kansas to the other. That's what you have to believe if you believe you live on a globe. I feel like I believe dumber things than that, though. I don't think so. I don't think there's anything dumber than that. That's the most retarded thing I've ever seen. And most people can't even comprehend what I'm saying because they're like, that doesn't make any sense. And you're right. It doesn't make any sense. But that's what the math, the globe math says. That's what so the globe if you math drove says. from one end of Kansas to the other end. So if you had, if you were on one end of Kansas and we'll just call it on the top of the ball and then you went to the other, you've dropped 20 miles on the ball. If you draw a tangent line, you know, you got, you're, you're, on, you're in Kansas and you're here. So you draw a tangent line across the, from your feet out. And then your buddy, 20 miles, I mean, uh, at the other end of Kansas, he's 40 miles below your feet. I mean, that makes sense, though, because it would, like you were talking about, if the globe, if the globe model makes sense, then that hump comes up and back down. So even though... The two people on opposite ends, if you were to draw a straight line, it would basically have to intersect, what, a 20-mile drop? But since you don't have to go straight across, you actually have to traverse the circumference. That means you have to, like, relatively you're, you're, go up and back down. But you're always relative to sea level, aren't you? You're, you're pre-assuming a ball. You're saying, okay, we're on a ball. You'd have to do that. Yeah, sure. If we're on a ball, you have to do it. Is there any evidence... I'll well, no, drop. no, there's there's not that I could prove there, or even be able to explain, but I, but it sounds like <laughs> the explanation you were giving about the 20 mile drop, that 20 mile drop only doesn't make sense if you try to apply it to a ball and don't believe the ball. But if you apply it to the ball and believe the ball, then that 20 mile drop is accounted for because you're you're never actually dropping relative to some third party, right? You're you're only relative to your own space. Listen, I, I, uh, you know, I've been given God-given senses, and I don't trade them in for nonsense, and and that's what the the globe is. It's pure and total nonsense. Um, let's try a, a different thing. So, you know about high pressure and low pressure. I mean, from a very basic again, I'm lucky that I even graduated high school. So, go easy on me here, man. So, if you had a balloon and it's it's got air in it and it's stretching out the rubber. That's more high pressure than the air outside of the balloon, right? Right. And if I put a hole in the balloon, the air is going to violently equalize. Equalize. If you got a bottle, a glass bottle, and sucked as much air out of it as you can and put the top on it, that's low pressure. And no matter what orientation you hold that bottle up or down, when you open it, air is going to rush in the bottle and equalize. You with me there? I'm hanging on by a thread, but yeah. <laughs> well, high pressure always equalizes low pressure. The reason when we have a storm, we have a high pressure system and a low pressure system, and the air is trying to equalize, and that's what wind is. The second law of thermodynamics says that high pressure will always, air will always fill the available space and equalize unless it's in a container, you know, unless there is a physical containment, like that bottle. Like if I said, you know, get me a, a, a jar of helium, but don't bring the jar, you couldn't do it. You know, you get me a tank of propane, but don't use the tank. You can't because the, the propane will just spread out into the air and, and dissipate. Okay. You need a container to have air pressure, right? So we have, we're supposedly on a lumpy rock that's gravitationally pulling in water to make a smooth curved water ball that's spinning, that has rotational centrifugal forces pushing the water out towards the equator, bulging at 14 miles high, which is the, what they claim, which is nonsense. And then there's air pressure on top of that adjacent to a no pressure system that we call space. Everything I said in that sentence is absolutely not possible, absolute insanity, but most people, because they weren't taught how to think in school, just go, I got to leave it to the experts. 
and they defer their common sense for nonsense. That's well, what I've always had to do. <laughs> when well, I want to turn this around. I want to pretend yeah. that like I'm in school, right? And and you're <laughs> teaching me, and this is a public school education, and I'm supposed to be, you know, mistrustful and looking into things myself. So my my favorite thing that I always wanted to find more information out about, and I feel like you're probably my last hope at getting a, a good answer on this one. But I am fascinated with the concept of infinite land. So are, are you, do you have a, a thought on infinite land, whether or not it exists? Is it just a theory? Is it real? Well, I'm kind of really glad you asked. It's not a gotcha. I swear, I promise you this is oh, not no, a gotcha. No, not a I gotcha. really do want to know was, about that. I was looking to, to, uh, <laughs> to go right there, but um, you brought me there faster than I was ready to go, which is awesome. So I just described the heliocentric system. We're, we're on a ball, right? Surrounded by water, surrounded by air, adjacent to a void, scientifically impossible, whirling and twirling and flying through space, but you know, traveling four and a half billion miles a year, never to return to where we were before. But when we look up on any night of, of the year, the stars are exactly the same as they were the year before, the year before, the decade before, the century before. None of the stars ever change, even though we're flying through the universe and we should have parallax. Things should change positions. Constellations are fixed in the sky and they never change. Okay? So that's scientifically impossible. And then if we really get into space and the, the distances and what space is, you realize that it's absolutely absurd. But when you have nothing else to compare it to, then you kind of just default to it. And that's what they taught you in, you know, in school. And that's what they show you in all the movies and and space, and Star Wars, and Star Trek, and everything else. It's all just brainwashing, okay? The astronauts on Sesame Street. Then I'm on board. At, I'm, not, then, I'm not fighting then, you. And if you look on the, on, on the flat Earth, you know, look at physics, the physics of water, large bodies of water at rest. Anything over a couple gallons of water, okay? Because the globe will go, what about a drop? It's a sphere. It's a drop. You know? and I'm like, that's called surface tension. A gallon of water doesn't make a sphere when you pour it out of its container. It lays, it lies flat on the ground okay water at rest lies flat there's the there's the salt flats um out in bolivia and there's a bunch of them no, 300 miles i think it's ridiculous and they're flat when it rains there's like an inch of water and it makes a mirror mirroring the sky mirroring mountains in the distance and it makes a perfect mirror image you can't have a perfect mirror image with a curved surface okay so the water lays flat lies flat and uh we don't feel there's no sense that we're moving and all of the stars line up and, you know if you don't believe me just go out and take a picture of the stars and put a note in your calendar to do the same thing the next year same night same time and every star will be in the exact same place then ask yourself holy crap if we're corkscrewing through space how's that possible it's not right so then you look at the flat earth model where literally we are the foundation of the universe no other way to explain it nobody knows what's below us on a globe or a flat they can't get below 7.8 miles and anything beyond that is speculation okay it's pseudoscience um and the way I look at it is, you know, we're in a pond. The world is just a big pond, and ponds, lakes, have shorelines that hold the water in. Well, that shoreline is Antarctica, right? That shoreline okay. is, is Antarctica, right? And so the, what I say is we're in the Antarctic basin. The sh Antarctica is the highest land on Earth, right? We're getting to your infinite land, and just I'm going to bring... No, I'm, I'm following that. you there. I'm following you. Yeah. So... We're not allowed to explore Antarctica independently. This pink line is uh, 60 degrees south. It's un, uh, no one's allowed to go out there. Well, there's 100 companies that'll take me out there, you know. And it's like, yeah, they're all run by the same company, the Antarctic Commission. I guess like, to me, take... this, is, this is the most compelling line of reasoning here so far because you're not allowed to go out there. Even if you wanted to and had the resources, um, like you don't have permission and you could if... basically get shot down, right? They'll take you from Santiago over here to, ready? Deception Island, which is next to Rothschild Island. Okay? <laughs> Whole nother rabbit hole. And this island is huge. Where, where you, you guys, um, you ever been to New York? You know Long Island? Yeah, right? I'm from New York. Okay, so Long Island. So if you, if I, if you were uh, coming across the ocean, um, like let's say you're coming from England, and we go across the ocean, and we're like, hey, we're taking you to Long Island. It's a, it's a continent on the bottom of the world. Right? And we get you to the South Shore of Long Island. And we let you go, you know, hike a couple miles and stuff. And we're like, that's it. You know, that's it. You know, there's no such thing as Connecticut or California. Okay. You, you just start coming up the backside of a ball. How would you know? You have no way to prove any of that. Right. 
So they take you to this little island here. They tell you you're at the bottom of a ball, and then they take you back. No one's ever gone south and popped up on the other side over in New Zealand or in Australia. No one's ever done that. No one's ever circumnavigated south, right? So what they did, and then, then I'll get into your more land, is they cut out, they cut this out. They cut out the world, and they wrapped it around a sphere, okay? This is the prison for your mind. They cut out everything else. It's all gone, and they put you on a sphere, right? And now this is where you live. There's nowhere else to go. This awesome graphic, by the way. That was a really awesome visual to depict yeah. that. So this is the shoreline that's all the way around you. So this is it. You know, when uh, when Truman in the Truman Show goes, I want to be an explorer. The teacher pulls it on the map, goes, there's nothing left to explore, Truman. You know, <laughs> right? Well, there's nothing left to explore if you live here, right? Right. So so this this one, we're gonna this is gonna be good. And any of you, any of my people that are watching this, I found some new stuff on Kiribati. Hang with me. This is good. People are uh, are, are giving me good stuff. So this is a map that was found um, in a Buddhist temple, and it was published in uh, Hawaiian magazine in 1910, Hawaiian newspaper. And it shows all these continents out there. Now, if you Google about this map, Google will say, "Oh, it's a map from a play, or you know, it was made up." Yeah. Damage control, okay? Because there's lots of stuff like this, right? There's lots of books about more lands, all sorts of stuff, right? Well, there's now, in my mind, evidence. Have you guys ever looked at the um, the 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 how the um, time zones go, and they they have all these straight time zones from north to south, you know, all the longitude lines? But there's one spot where the lines kind of make this weird zigzag, zigzag. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Well, what is that about? Yeah, they don't they don't talk about it, but something very interesting happened. So I'll show you. So, so we're looking at this, and we then were looking at shipping cargo shipping um, trackers, and you can click on any one of these ships. It tells you where they're going, what they have, the captain's name, where it's registered, you know how long it's been at sea, everything. You can. This is just a, a, ship, a cargo ship tracking website, right? But then we noticed there are some ships hundreds of miles inside of the shoreline of Antarctica. Like, whoa, how did they get in there? Isn't that land or frozen at least, right? Like 400, 500 miles inside, we found ships. There was a line of them going right through here. We're like, what is that? And we click on the ship, very little information. One ship we clicked on, 580 um, meters long. That is a gigantic ship, okay? A gigantic ship. And... 80 meters wide, right? And we're like, all it says was that how big it was and where it was registered. It was registered on the island of Kiribati. Have you heard of it? I haven't, but you're getting me, you're getting me hot right now, man. So, so out here in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you can't even see it. I put a pin on it. We're going to zoom in on this little friggin' sandbar, okay? This is called the island of Kiribati, right? And China and the United States say this is a very important island for international trade. What the hell do they need to stop at this friggin' sandbar for for international trade? China gave them recently $10 billion. What's that about? Okay. What's going on in Kiribati? All right. And so China gave Kiribati $10 billion. $10 billion. And America and China heavily involved with this country, with this country, this island. Okay. Is it even a country or is it just an well, island? I think, it, I think it's a. You know, I, I think it's like a republic of somewhere or um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the exact thing. I forget, actually. But um, what do they have a giant ship going all the way south where it shouldn't even be able to go? Like, that doesn't make sense. So the way I look at it is what if there was trade routes from Kiribati to other lands, to other civilizations, other advanced civilizations, okay? What if we're trading food? What if we're trading technology? It's a country in Oceania. Yeah. That's what it says. Okay, so it's its its own country. And, And what if there's a trade route? Like, what if we're getting our computer chips there, okay? I heard some great testimony from a, a, a technician that worked in a computer chip company. And they said, they're always trying to make the chips better and they make tiny, tiny, tiny improvements. 
And then whenever they need a new chip, all of a sudden the CEO goes, oh, here's a new chip. Reverse engineer it and make a million of them. Okay? Like, where did that chip come from? I don't know. You know, maybe they're making them there. Maybe they're getting technology from advanced worlds. Maybe they're trading, you know, maybe they're trading all sorts of stuff. Maybe we're, that's where we got our stealth fighters from. Maybe, um, maybe we're trading tuna. I don't know. Like, where are we getting all this tuna from? Okay. All right. So a trade route, an important trade route. If this was going on, how would you know? You would never know because you never even heard of Kiribati. All right. So let's go. Yeah, a I just assume it all comes from Taiwan. Well, maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's imported from uh, from the outer ocean. Well, you that's know? what it sounds like, right? Like that would be the the legit Maybe. handoff. And you know, that's you know, the... you know about Captain Cook, right? He's the one that explored. Uh, you know, went he circumnavigated Antarctica. Uh, should have taken him, you know, a couple months, but it took him three and a half years. He went over sixty eight thousand miles. There's a Captain Cook hotel on Kiribati. Another mm. connection to Antarctica. What's that about? Just a coincidence? Maybe they were Captain. Um, they were fans. But if you look into the history of Kiribati, now do you guys know, backtracking, nuclear bombs don't exist. Do you guys know that yet? I, I believe know that. that. No, this is new. <laughs> I don't know how Thomas feels about them. Okay, nuclear bombs. So what they told us about nuclear bombs, you know, nuclear bombs are horrible, the radiation lasts forever. Did you know that three days after Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the trains were running, the sandwich shops were open, people were selling flowers on the street, and everyone was back to work? Okay, no one's allowed to report on it. Only one guy, one guy, was allowed to take pictures and write articles. And anyone else took a picture, wrote an article, was put in jail, okay? And there's less cancer there than in the United States to this very day. Plants, animals, and people have always thrived there, never left. It still is fine. It's a total hoax. And there's video of them stacking pallets and pallets of TNT at Ground Zero prior to the blast, okay? So this is we, we can do a whole show on that, but if you want to learn about that, go to Crow Triple Seven Radio, C R R O W Seven Seven Radio.com. Watch episode 053 and 400, and then you will know the nuclear bombs are a hoax. They're just here to control us, to keep us in fear. Like when you watch the television news, northeast, west, south, they're steering your mind with the headlines, nukes, no headlines, worry lines in your forehead. Okay. They're casting a spell on you. And anytime you hear so, if, once you're awake to this, though, anytime you hear watching the news, if you if you're stupid enough to watch the news, um, anytime someone says nukes, you laugh, put a clown wig on them, and realize that everything they're saying is complete and total scripted bullshit. All right. So now backtracking. Operation um, Grappo was where they blew up like fifty or eighty nukes over this little island. Okay, with people on it. Okay back in the 60s and 70s or 50s and 60s, okay? So they're, they're nuke testing there, right? And they're, they're, they're this Wikipedia, this is Kiribati, okay? And they're, they're saying, um, they're saying uh, this one testimony, guy said that he put his hands over his eyes and he could see the bones in his hand like in an X-ray, okay? <laughs> this is the testimony from a soldier, all right? This is all, this is all just mind programming spells. You know that doesn't. I, I was happen. I was in the military. I've heard some really stupid things that came from soldiers. So just because yeah, yeah. a quote comes from a so, soldier, so, I mean. So again, this is what that's less saying. credit. Yeah. So so now so they show this Kiribati testing. Look, the nukes going off right here, and you got all these people here. Let's zoom in on these people. They're not even looking. If there was a nuke going off there, you wouldn't just be going la da da. Hey Johnny, you'd be going, holy fucking shit. Okay. Right? Look at this thing. Is that even a fucking nuke? That could just be a fire. You know? Who knows what that is? Like just a, you know, do you know that <laughs> big explosions make mushroom clouds? Okay? Right? So people aren't even looking. This is what they should. And by the way, there's still articles coming out 2020, 2021, 2022 about Kiribati and the nuke program because they don't want anyone wanting to go to Kiribati. Okay? And this is what they show you. This. Look at this fucking thing. Okay? This is all CGI bullshit. Right. So they don't want you there. And look, now they got all the guys with their their, their they got a sheet over their head to protect them from the radiation. Look at look at the nuclear explosion now. What the hell is that? Well, if that was a nuke, don't you think it would nuke those clouds? OK. This is complete and total bullshit nonsense. Right. So now going back to um, the time zones. Right. 
So that one weird spot in the world, we have all the lines of latitude, and there's one friggin' line where the time zones go like this. Look where the fuck Karabati is. Right in there. Right in there. Okay? The globe is a lie. Karabati is a very important place for trade, and it ain't trade between this country and that country. It's trade between this world and outer worlds in the outer space. Ooh, I like that. I'm on board so far. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not opposed to this theory at all. That that basically Kiribati is the uh, it's almost like a Panama Canal like launch point where you squeeze through some special passage and then you've got the rest of the world at your disposal, right? You know, I I, I actually think that there are continents large areas of land within our pond inside of, you know, this side of Antarctica that with it are just off GPS and you would never go there. Mm. GPS steers you around. You don't just go. <laughs> and in the deep South compasses don't work because they can't reach the North and there's no compass that points to a South pole. Cause there is so, no South pole. So this is an interesting point that, that I don't know if anyone ever brought this up as um, like, like, evidence against flat earth but i actually have a suggestion here on like how you can turn it back around so there's certain formulas for using gps and figuring out the distance between two places a lot of those formulas do have to incorporate curvature in order to get some kind of distance but but i've got i've got a, a good one for you but in china there's an explanation that they say it's for national security reasons but they basically have their own formula that is different than the one that the rest of the world uses so that if you were to try and take our formula and then plot two points um, in China, they actually would not line up because you have to have China's formula. And their formula is basically supposed to be like a state-guarded secret. There's people that have reverse engineered it, and you can find it online. Um, but there is proof that different com- you know, or companies, but different uh, countries essentially have their own formula for what curvature companies. is and how to calculate distance. It, interchangeable, right? Potato, tomato, same thing. Yeah, so so the, the it's the same thing with GPS. NASA runs GPS. NASA is completely fake. And the GPS code that does the calculations, if they say it's open source. Yes, anybody can use GPS because they want you to use it because it charts you around a globe where and gets you to where you want to go because all of the points of the flat earth are put on the globe and then GPS will get you there. But they won't share the source code that shows the calculations on how it's doing this, okay? Because if they did, then we would know exactly the setup of the flat earth. They can't do that, right? Interesting. And what's this line of code commented out here that says, keep the rubes away? <laughs> what, is, what does that say? Where? Well, say that if they, if they release the source code, everyone would find the little comments. It's like, and here's the, the part that keeps the rubes away from Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so... What do you think about that? I'm dude, on board, I like dude. I'm, yeah. I'm, I still want to know about the more land part, though. I want to I know specifically, is it infinite or is it finite? Well, you know, so, so here's the thing. Anything beyond 60 degrees south is speculation because we're not allowed to go there, right? Yeah. We're not allowed to go there, but we want the right to go there. And there's so many books and stuff about more land and, you know, from the 1800s and, be, and before and so much evidence to go with it. But again, to prove the shape of the earth, we don't need to, to, to speculate beyond where we can actually go right now. We, we want the right to go there. We can prove it right here. It's so simple. Okay. The globe is nonsense. You know, people are like, oh, there's a high dome. There's a low dome. There's a curved dome. There's a flat dome. There's no dome. There's this, there's that. That's fine. We're trying to figure it out. But we all know for a fact that it's not a scientifically impossible lumpy rock with curved water surrounded by air adjacent to a void because that's not physically possible, okay? So here's my favorite theory, right? So we, we looked at this map, but if we look at this map, okay? So I love this map. We live in this pond right here, and there's more land outside of the white ring here, which is Antarctica, so that's more land and then more land here. Then this would be the end of our pond, then there's other ponds. Instead of them being hundreds of trillions and quadrillions of miles away through a scientifically impossible space void, they're just tens of thousands of miles away across a scientifically possible Earth plane. 
okay? Here's our pond. Here's the Mars pond. Here's the Jupiter pond, the Lemurian pond, the Anunnaki pond, whatever, right? And you have all of these ponds, right? And each one of these ponds on the plane, they occupy a piece of the plane. What would, uh, if you're using words to describe things, what would a piece of a plane be called? A planet. Hmm. Piece of the plane. Okay. Planet. A planet. <laughs> a plane and then a T, a planet. Right? They use spells on us all the time. They, it's, it's amazing. People are like, well, what do you mean spells? You know, witchcraft, I don't believe in that. Well, that's your problem because they do. Okay? So there's a book, and it's in the app. If you go to um, the books section, and you'll like this one because this book is giant type. It's got lots of pictures, and it's less than 100 pages, I think. <laughs> You're talking my language now. Okay. This one is called The Navigator. Can you scratch and sniff anything? Because that's yeah. where I'm on fully on board. It's actually, it, it might have scratched and sniff. The Navigator Across <laughs> the Ice Wall. There's actually a series of three books. If you go on Amazon or you click this link, um, they're cheap. Unbelievable read. This, re this, this book, it's about, it's, it rings true to me. But what it is, is, you know, you ever, you ever hear the, 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 the um, saying, truth in the news, truth in the movies, lies in the news? Truth in the movies, there's so much truth in the movies and the news is just pure lies. So the movie Star Wars. So Star Wars, we have, you know, all these planets, different intelligent life. Some of them are hostile. Some of them are friendly. There's a neutral zone where no one's allowed to go, you know, but you have to cross a neutral zone to get somewhere, right? And, and uh, the, you know, the, the people that are, that are traveling, they, um, they, they, they use the force. Obi-Wan Kenobi talks about the force, right? And that connects all human beings. It's a power within. Well, in this book. I think that's all commie bullshit, by the way. Well, all of in Star Wars book, and Star Trek is commie so, bullshit. So hang on. Listen to this. In the, you can take that whole story and bring it down to the flat earth. Instead of trillions of light years away, there's just thousands of miles away. Each one of those planet ponds has a different world. Some of them are hostile. Some of them aren't. The neutral zone is 60 degrees south, Antarctica. No one's allowed to go there, okay? There's safe passages. There's dangerous passages. There's wars. There's conflicts. There's treaties. There's trade routes, Karabati, out to Lemuria or wherever. Okay? Karabati does sound like a planet from Star Trek. And, and in the book, they talk about that um, all humans have this, for, have this connection to what they call the source, Sounds just like the force, source energy. Okay, we're all connected, and that's what. And the people that realize that and can use that power become very, really powerful humans. And so it's called the source. Sounds like the force to me. It sounds like we took this impossible thing from outer space and we brought it down here to where it's possible. And there's conflict. Sure, like if there was all of these pawn worlds and. We'd have all there would there'd be conflicts, there'd be treaties, there'd be fun stuff, there would be trade routes, there'd be all the stuff that's going on, but it's not an impossible outer space. It's right here. It's right here. Dave, I'm I would on, love to I'm hear on board so far. Dave, I'd love to hear your feedback on things like so when people see things like grays or reptilians, do you think that those are just things from other planets? Like or do you think that they're crazy or do you think that there are oh, like, there, funny looking other species of humanoids? Yeah. So I, I, I first I think that there's humanoids that are just like us and they might even speak English. OK, you've mm -hmm. heard of the Nordics. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that they're all mixed in here. I think that, you know, all of the races here, you have, you know, Oriental people and, and just all different. They might have come from outer lands and they populated the earth when the orphan trains came in. Where did all those friggin babies come from? Okay. I love that. Right. Yeah. And they could be coming from the outer lands and we could be in a training school here to expand our mind, the mind of the creator. We're all part of the creator. Right. So this is an amazing, amazing place. And some evil friggin' bastards have taken it over after a reset, whatever that reason was, you know, you guys know, have you looked into the resets yet and the mud floods? Yeah. So, yeah. So these love bastards it. have took it over and have imprisoned us. They're lying to us and they have us in a soul trap. What would be a good soul trap? Well, you got to lure them in like you're fishing for them. Let's put them in the soul lure system. 
<laughs> I've got some strong Jordan Maxwell vibes coming off you right now, Dave. Okay. The soul war system is a trap for your soul, right? But we're here to figure it out. This is awesome. The people that are deceiving us have made a great time for us. Like if you if you're a video game player and you go, you buy a shoot 'em up game and you go in and no one shoots at you, and there's and you just walk down the hallway and get to the exit, you think like this is fucking boring, right? We came here to be challenged to use our minds to to expand the mind of the creator and really thrive in this magical world we live in. They're trying to steal our power from us, but they can't unless we willingly give it to them. Okay? So you have to take your power back, and it's easy. But everyone, you know, oh, I'm just one person. I still have to go to work on Monday. There's nothing I can do. One awake person unplugged from the Helio Sinister Trick Matrix is more powerful than <laughs> all of them together. Okay, and that's what that that's that's the psyop. Flat Earth is, you know, the, you know, the globe isn't the biggest thing at all. The 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 biggest the biggest psyop of all. It's the power that you have that you're powerless, that you're nobody, that you have nothing. That's the biggest psyop of all, and all of it connects back to Flat Earth. That's why I'm out here. That's why I don't have to go to work on Monday. Okay, that's why I'm doing this day and night all the time. I haven't slept in five years. Okay, um, because Nothing is more important than waking people up to this. And then as I wake people up, they're waking more people up and they're waking more people up. And, you know, as I said, all those blue dots, every single one of them is your best friend, your significant other, a lifelong friend, anyone that you meet. By the way, anyone that's listening to this, I know this could be anywhere in Connecticut, right on the New York border, April 29th on Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m. We're having a meetup. Hopefully it's probably be well over 100 people, I'm guessing. Um, you can find the information on my YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H. Just look for Connecticut Meetup, all right? There you go. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> so so here's, here's the challenge for you. And, and, and because, you know, you don't like math and, you know, reading and, like, I get it. I get it. You, you, you're not a scholarly guy. I made it easy. This app, every day there's a new featured video right here. You don't have to go looking for the video that YouTube's hiding from you, Okay. Do they have dancing? Because I can't even watch videos without dancing at this point. You can dance, okay? You just click okay, this video, and then up comes the video. And, then, and all I say is just every day while you're, while you're having your breakfast, while you're commuting, whatever it is, um, just watch the daily video each day. And if you want more, you know, they, there's a whole trail of videos that are in the playlist, or you can just go to the archive. Just watch it each day. And I guarantee you after two weeks, Globe no more. Okay, globe no more. And then the thing is, the, the frequently asked questions, click that. And uh, they're all the questions. What about gravity? You know, what about the tides? What about eclipses? Right? Those are all the videos that are being hidden from you. Hit that, watch those videos. You're like, wow, I'm actually smarter than I was yesterday. Right? And then if you really want to have fun, you hit the games button and you hit the trivia game <laughs> and we can play. It's called earth trivia. <laughs> Ready? Let's play. Let's play. Ready? Let's, let's do it. it. Let's do it. Let's play. So we'll do, we'll do I feel um, like the, the, the deck is going to be stocked against we'll, me we'll here though. Two players and I'll go first. Cause you can't see what I'm uh, hitting. So what type of map is used for ship navigation? And so I wait, will... so I want to know, are, are these supposed to be answers based on conventional knowledge or answers based on like conventional the, knowledge? The... Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You guess. Uh, what type of map? I'm gonna say a nautical chart. Nautical chart. All right, and we'll see. And the answer is, you're right. Nautical chart. Well, look at that. All right, let's do three questions. Which science? Nate, Nate's texting me the answers, by the way. So it's <laughs> which, a little unfair. Which science fiction author came up with the concept of satellites? Maybe that's Elron. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I want to say Arthur C. Clarke, maybe. Well, okay. you just saw me press that, so I'll click. I'll give oh, was it that? Click. Oh, was that like a? Was that cheating? Yeah, well, that's all right. I, I I didn't realize that it did that. So so there you go. There's. Well, our let sport. me answer before you touch it. All right. So um, um, what is the term for when a star explodes? A supernova. I think right. it's a yeah. Okay. I right. think so. Yeah. Supernova. We'll both hit that, and now you can't hear the sounds, but it makes cool sounds. And so uh, if I end the game. It gives us our score. You guys got 100%. I got 66%. Look at that. Fun, right? 
Yeah, man. I, I'm full of useless trivia knowledge. I, I, this is a, and then, and then we have a, the next game that's going to come out, which isn't available yet, is the memory game. Remember concentration? That you just click on one and then another one oh, yeah. and ask the match, and then it flips back over, and you have to remember where it was. I like the little like circular earths on little flat cards that flip. <laughs> it's going to be all different, different images. It'll be all sorts of fun stuff. So there it is. And then also, because you don't like books, if you go to the images section and you scroll all the way down to the bottom, it's going to take a second to load because I just loaded the app. Um, the whole bottom half is memes. You're a meme guy, right? That's about them. as far yeah, that's that's my as much as we read. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's good, you know? Look at that. Two sentences, a big yeah. picture. You don't got to worry about like any math or like geometry. Right. Oh yeah. So there you go. There it's all, it's all there for you. All right. Now I'm, now I feel like I'm learning. Yes. So we've dumbed it down enough so you can learn and guess what? Then you'll be smarter than the people that, you know, have degrees in colleges that think we live on a spinning ball. Ridiculous. What else? I still want to understand. I want to know. That, if let's you... talk dinosaurs. Oh, actually, yeah. Let's talk dinosaurs. <laughs> Do you ever see a Stegosaurus? I don't. I've never seen any I real dinosaur. Not. I mean, I've I've only seen. Bones. You ever seen a a a, a, a model? You know, a model, a, a toy Stegosaurus. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. How, how did they mate? The the Stegosaurus. It's yeah, got like yeah. the little like fin things all over its back. Yeah. And how, really... did they, how did they mate? Oh, how do they mate? Yeah, how did he get his dick into her vagina? It's called mating. Uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, I've you ever seen so a, like a, a duck? <laughs> you ever seen a duck's dick? And uh, see how they mate it. Let me know, okay? Have you ever seen a duck's dick in a cloaca? And like, it's called well, I think it's called a, a, a ballastic penis. Scary. It's like yeah, a little... yeah. Um, and if you talk to any structural engineer, they're like, "There's no way their guts would have fallen out. They can't. They can't." Go like that. And you know that no dinosaur skeleton has ever been found. Now they find some weird skeletons, some giant lizards and stuff, or they'll find like a vertebrae of a whale on top of a mountain, can't figure out how it got up there. So they go, oh, it's a giant dinosaur. And then they, they construct a huge dinosaur out of it. No dinosaur head has ever been found. That's weird. Okay. And in all of history, there's the, you know, the, from the Egyptians allegedly building the pyramids, um, so all that, you know, construction from all of the past, no one ever found a dinosaur um, skeleton, except in the 1800s, some royal guy wrote a paper theorizing on dinosaurs, theorizing. And then a year later, to the day of publication, he and his team discovered the first dinosaur ever. Makes sense. That tracks. That makes sense. Nicholas, that tracks. I thought Nicholas Cage owned the head of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, he did doesn't. someone just rip him he, off? Nicholas Cage, he might be a Tyrannosaurus Rex himself. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah. If anyone's a reptilian, I can see Nick Cage being a reptilian. Yeah. It's all it's all cartoons, and it's what they use as evidence, right? Cartoons are not scientific evidence. Are you a, a spiritual guy, Dave? Does spiritual I, I, play well, into this? You know, I, I, I absolutely. And I don't know. I just don't want the the wrong word to be labeled with. Um, I understand that there is a creator that we are in an intelligently designed system, and I understand that um, we're all connected to each other, and we're all we all are connected to the creator. So if you do the right thing and behave properly you know and do what we're supposed to do here everything lines up for you everything works out for me everything does didn't used to but it does now that i've accepted where i am and and really appreciate everything like you know as i said earlier the people that have imprisoned us the anti-flat earthers which disgust me i'm thankful for them because they really inspire me to do the opposite okay they really inspire me to, uh, you know, to do what I do and uh, to help as many people as I can. Because, you know, when you help other people, it, it, you're literally, it, it just all comes back to you. But that's not why I do it. I do it because I want other people to see this world for what it is. So, you know, you want to call that spiritual. I want, you know, it's not new. Oh, Dave Weiss is a new ager, you know. 
Um, I'm not religious. I think religion um, is literally puts you in a box and traps you. Um, I think that we all have our own relationship with the creator. And anyone that tells you if you don't do it their way, you're going to hell, they got a problem. Does the spirituality play a role in in flat versus globe? Like, is is there something inherently that that would make people want to make us believe it's a globe, or is it just a land thing? Is it just like a dirty capitalist? Uh, they want to have you know guard resources, or is you there know, like a spiritual aspect? A lot of people go, oh, "This flat Earth, it's a religious thing." There's so many Christians. Yeah, there's a lot of Christians. So, you know, get get a group of people anywhere. There's a lot of Christians, right? right? Um, and the you know the the Bible is a flat Earth book. There's over 200 you know mentions of a non-rotating fixed earth never mentioning a sphere well i understand the christian angle because it validates a lot of the concept that you know humanity is special and the earth is special but it doesn't seem like that's a requirement you don't need christianity because i don't i I never lead with something in the bible because if you're not a bible believer you're like oh this is a religious kook and you don't listen to anything else he says right but it is in the bible also i you back it up with like look at the science look at the proof water lays lies flat right and then you know, and then you, you then you can find something in the in the Bible. You know, well, Isaiah in the Bible says that the Earth is a circle, right? You, and I go, well, what's the definition of a circle? A circle is a line on a plane where every point on that line is equidistant from the center. That's a circle, not a sphere. A circle is on a plane. Okay, so so no spirituality and religion is not required for flat earth. Common sense is required for flat earth and nonsense is required for the globe. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. My shout out to my homie, Josh Monday. I don't know if you've talked to him or not, but uh, I did. I, I think I talked yeah. to Josh Monday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I've great done over dude. a thousand interviews. So oh, I know, man. Yeah. You, you talk to everybody. Uh, he's a great dude. We had him on uh, probably, I don't know, six months ago. Or I think so, I was on twice He with gave him. us uh, the biblical uh, description for flatter. So he, he did, uh, went through the Bible and just you, you, covered you know what? all the, here, here's the thing. Um, Never, I never lead with it. But you know, actually, if you're talking to a Christian, you can lead with the Bible and you'll get there much faster. But you don't, you know, it's like I like actual real science works for everybody. And the Bible may convert some people, but it works for, for many Christians that truly that are truly Bible believing. But um in the in the app, if you hit the web button, I, I have a button called Biblical Flat Earth. If you're a Bible believer, watch these videos. It'll blow your mind. If you're a Bible hater or non-believer, watch these videos. They'll blow your mind. Okay? Open your mind. Right? Mud floods. Bring food and water. I want to watch the mud floods. Bring food and water if you click that button. This button right here, very important button, Flat Earth Movies. Okay? Um, In it are the best movies on Flat Earth. Turn off Netflix for a week. Watch one movie each night for a week. Guaranteed you won't get halfway through. The I want to know who Flat Earth Man is. That already looks awesome. Oh, he's the best. Flat Earth Man. He looks like uh, MacGyver or something. He he uh he does he does some amazing, amazing stuff. This one is called um too bad you can't hear it. Um it's called uh Puppet Show, right? And he he he's on the space station <laughs> and he makes these great songs. This wait, let me tell you about Flat Earth Man. His songs are so good, they blow people away, adults and kids. Um, <laughs> blow them away and then um, the other thing is on it if you go back to the books section let me get rid of him go back to the book section books 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 um, he's got a series of books that are based on those songs oh. <laughs> right and so so you got the book and the song and and it's literally kids love it because they know the song in their head so then they try to read the book they can read the words because the song is in their head already teaches them to read faster than anything else and it teaches them the truth of our world rather than bringing them up in a lie system you know with the santa claus ball okay so that that actually brings up an interesting question what happens like if if you teach your kid flat earth and you send them to the public school system right and they come back i tell kids to question their science teacher they're especially when they're learning about space and hold the teacher's feet to the fire. And if I'm they get, sure those teachers love you. <laughs> and if, if they get if they get expelled or thrown out, um, they get a pizza party on me. 
Okay. <laughs> and they get their ass beat by mom and dad, but a pizza no, party on Dave. <laughs> but that's it. But I, you know, I say teach kids both models. Say, hey, some people believe this, some people believe this. Well, what I'm just curious. Like, do you teach? Do, would you can? Would you? Um, I would never suggest... send my kids to public school. Ever. Well, okay, but yeah. let's just let's say that, that the option was taken away, and not for you. You're making a suggestion to someone. But like, would you tell them the like crypto earthers where they go to school and they teach the school what the school wants to know? And then bring it back home and do the flat earth thing or should you just go balls to the wall and like don't don't even let your sixth grade you know science teacher let up and just like every single time just no it's a flat earth prove the curve. The fire, get thrown out of class get a d get an f get thrown out of school and then i'll hire you okay i'll hire that kid because that kid has determination and common sense right School, literally, you'll watch the Pink Floyd song where they, you know, they're cutting the kids and turning them into boxes and turning them into robots. That's what school is. School's an indoctrination system. Do not send your kids to college. The homeschooling button on here alone will, will educate your kids better than any college. Um, but here, the full-length videos, you know what April 22nd is? It used to be called Earth Day, but now it's called Flat Earth Day. April 22nd, <laughs> the third level movie's coming out. The first one was called Level, and then last year, oh yeah, the, the next the second level. level, yeah, the next level. This one's Level with me. Level with me coming yeah, out. We on... just had Sean on. We oh, love Sean. You did. Yeah, nice. Sean's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you have the app, um, don't worry. It'll uh, it'll remind you that uh, that the movie's coming out, and you'll get an early sneak peek at it. You know, um, where you could watch it before anybody else. And uh, you'll get a pop-up. Literally, you can't miss it, okay? You know, Sean's, Sean's argument is pretty convincing, too, but it involves getting, like, punching you in the face if you don't buy in the flat earth, which is, it's a very compelling argument, to what be honest. What is his argument? That he'll punch you in the face if you don't believe it. Well, here's the thing. Don't believe anything. Just use your friggin' brain and stop being an idiot. Because, you know, people believe live on a ball. Like, okay, I offer three Bitcoins for one proof of the globe, and nobody can come up with one. Like, why do you believe in a ball? Well, because the guy in a bow tie told me, and he was wearing a lab coat, okay? Because it was in a textbook that the Rockefellers wrote, and the, you know, the people that said, I don't want a, a world of thinkers. I want a world of workers, okay? You know, you believe those people, okay? You believe the people that put all of the homeopathic doctors and naturopaths out of business and said, you know, only funded, you know, oil-based medicine, crude oil-based medicine, Right? It's all absolute nonsense. I have right? to and imagine that that through your journeys here, Dave, I, I'm going to make an assumption. I don't know this. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I've, it feels like you probably wouldn't get really pushback. It's not like a suit's going to come out of or like a lab coat guy is going to come out and start debating you. I would assume that it's just normal people that probably get the most passionate in these debates about globe versus flat earth, right? Well, or is, we're trying or is to get, you know, we're trying get to get the experts out there. Neil deGrasse Tyson, come on. Right, we've been calling you out for years, and he's like, I don't have time to talk to flat earthers, but he has time to make a hundred straw man videos. Right? We have, we have, you know, the um, Brian Cox, right? The 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 other big, uh, you know, spokesman for science. He goes, no one in history has ever believed the Earth was flat except every other culture before NASA. Okay, right? He he says no one in history has ever thought. The earth was flat, right? It's like he's asking for a punch right in the face, to right? be honest. <laughs> I was like, um, it, it, it's it's so freaking crazy. No, no one has ever think, but everything, you know, every every culture, every culture before us was based on flat earth. Everyone before this religion came in here called NASA. Right? Never a straight answer. Yep. Not a space agency. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm on board, man. To, to be honest, the, the Arctic wall hiding us from the rest of the world. Um, I'm on board with the Rockefellers lying about everything in the school books. Uh, like none of these are hard sells for me at all. And to be honest, even if you were to get me away from being a dirty globalist, I maybe in my mind, I'm just contorting things, but I would just imagine, great. We're on a flat plane. Almost if you took a handkerchief and wrapped it around a beach ball and then unwrapped it again. And now it's flat again. Like to me, it almost feels again like you know tomato tomato whether it's flat or round if the real crux here is that land is being hidden and knowledge is being you know hidden as well yeah and i think the most for me the most compelling thing is uh just the elites 
trying to hide how special we are. They want us to feel that we are like random monkeys on a ball that's flying through space that's unimportant in this vast, enormous universe. Well, hold on. Couldn't couldn't evolution still exist? Couldn't couldn't monkeys turn into people on a flat earth too? No. No? Well, I thought Dude, I'm a, I'm a firm creator dude, guy, but well, you just blew my mind here because I thought there was no spiritual component and usually the only so, pushback so, to evolution on, is a spiritual one. Never ever do defects do 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 uh do uh mutations make something better. Entropy, everything just becomes less and less and more confused. You break a glass on the ground, it's never going to put itself back together, right? The the Mishap after mishap after mishap from an amoeba doesn't make a human eyeball that can sense everything and navigate through this world, right? We don't have a third eye in the middle of our brain that can receive light from our heart, right? By just by accidents, by by you know a monkey turning into a human. Now, now we are we still within the flat Earth realm, or are we We're talking merging about, into a there's separate? There's no evidence of evolution. Now there's micro evolution, like hey you know guys like mating with girls with big boobs so there's now more girls with big boobs that's microevolution but never does we turn into another species species just appear they don't evolve period okay you know minor things like happen like a bird could have like a soft beak and the ones with harder beaks are able to get more food and then they're the ones that survive it didn't turn into a different bird it just got a harder beak Okay. So is evolution incompatible with flat Earth, or are we talking about two evolution is incompatible concepts? with reality? Evolution is okay. just okay. incompatible <laughs> with 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 scientific. Hey, I'm not getting into the evolution thing. Just watch some stuff on evolution. It's absolute nonsense. Well, this is all new to me. I've I never right. heard that there was even a crossover between evolution and well, flat evolution Earth. is the dumbest thing ever. Like if you go to a building, like a building in New York City, and look at it, did it create itself, or is there a builder? Of course, there's a builder. Okay. There's a Freemason this, behind it. There's world. This world is intelligently designed. Okay. There's a creator. There's a builder. Okay. I'm not telling you who it is, what it is, how it is, where it came from, anything like that. There is. It is. Okay. It might be too much for our little, you know, our little physical minds to deal with. I believe that we come from in some non physical, pure consciousness. We spiral down to this plane of density. And that's where we're having this physical experience, okay? And then when we're done, we spiral back up, and then we do it again. I don't know where we go. I don't know any of that. But that's how I see it. I believe that we are eternal souls having an experience, right? Once you understand that you're an eternal soul, you can understand all the different crap that's going on in this world. Like, you know what? I, it, it, it all works out, but we're here to try to make the best of it, all right? And we, I believe we also chose to be here. You can find all my stuff at flatearthdave.com, right? Yep. You can find my app. You can find the friend finder on there. You can find your next, uh, you know, your your life partner on the app. That's that's what's going on. You, is there a dating section on the Flat oh, Earth it, app? It, it oh yeah, is. buddy. If you go, if you go on the friend finder, so I go here. <laughs> so let so let let it load here for a second. Um, whoops, I'm not I'm not even showing the app. So so here 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 it loads, and uh, these are all the people around me. And I could uh, I can click on somebody and go oh look there's uh, this person that person I could I can click on their their profile see who they are I could send them a message I could send out a, that that big circle you see is uh, 50 kilometers and there's 522 people I could send a group message hey Saturday April 29th 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. Stanford Connecticut Rico's Pizza meetup bam and then everyone um, gets that message flat Earth orgy. Flat Earth, yeah, or whatever, you know. I mean, <laughs> and then and then you could also join groups, right? And here I'll just show you something else. Um, this is uh let me just find a um a, a general group. Um here somebody made a group called Dave Weiss is the real deal. I'm gonna hit the video, right? Somebody somebody, somebody not made me, it. Not me. Look, here I am. You can see I'm breaking the magic here. And so now it's ringing. It, it did. Well, it, it sent a message. Anyone that's paying attention, I can have a, a group call and you can just chat with other random people. You know, you make a group or whatever, you just join a random group and then people will start jumping on and you can have amazing conversations, but it's only a few people in that group. So I'm not sure if they're going to, anyone will jump on, but, but that's how it works. And you can do all of this stuff. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting, we're getting close to your hour here. We're just a little over. So uh, you want to tell our audience one more time where they can find you. So flat earthdave.com flat earthdave.com. And- my, my TikToks are there. Please subscribe to them. My YouTube D I T R H. It's great for you. Cause all the videos are under three minutes within your attention span. Okay. It's perfect. Um, it, and the, and the, the, the nice short videos, and then you'll start wanting longer and longer videos. They're all linked on the flat on there. I have my interviews channel. I have, there's a banner on there that says um, latest interviews and it has everything in a playlist, whether it's on my channel or not, as long as it's on YouTube, it'll be on there. And then there's also another one with a whole bunch of pictures of Elon Musk say Elon Musk is a fraud. Watch that <laughs> five minute video. Then you realize from PayPal to SpaceX, it's complete and total fraud. Yep. I'm sold I'm on, on that too, there. man. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're here, Dave, I gotta I gotta plug mine too. I've, I'm making a comic book about NASA. It's actually about Stanley Kubrick directing the fake moon landings. That's and nice. It's, it's a 60 page comic, and you can see it at nasacomic.com. It'll bring you to like a little preview link. I'd like to see it. That'd you might you might enjoy that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to send you a little advanced copy of it. That'll be nice. So did you know that uh, uh, NASA said? Uh, there's an asteroid the size of 23 bro- brosai dogs about to pass America, about about to pass the world, Earth, not America, right? That's an and interesting then, unit of measurement of them. Yeah, of a brosai dog. Size, 22 dog tuna fish <laughs> to fly by the Earth. Okay, 22 tuna fish times the These average. Some of them came straight out of Chat GPT. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, 22 tuna fish at the average size of a tuna fish is one and a half feet is 33 feet. Interesting. There's oh. another one. Uh, asteroid about the size of 69 <laughs> American alligators. Okay. Now you're what talking the... his language. He's in Florida. So this is, this which is... is funny because if you ever go to Kennedy's Space Center, all yeah. you do is just drive by alligators for like a straight hour before you get there. It's in the middle of like the Everglades, essentially. Yeah. So there you go. NASA run by a bunch of, uh, bunch of clowns. All right. Yep. Flat Earth. FlatEarthDave.com, everybody. Go there, get the app, subscribe to the app so I can make the app even better. Um, the subscription's $11 a year, by the way, but you don't have to get the subscription, but you might want it because it unlocks uh, a few things that um, that are extra. Dave, we appreciate you. We appreciate your time. This has been a blast. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Yeah, thank you, Dave. See ya.